This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory... Hey chickens, all this week we are delving into your thoughts and theories uh, about the most recent Jodie Whittaker, well the final Jodie Whittaker episode. So on The Power of the Doctor we've got Kendall uh, who says massive props to Sophie Aldred and Janet Fielding for seamlessly stepping back into the characters of Ace and Teague. And after all this time, they were both phenomenal and really warmed my heart. I was super surprised that this special had me reassessing my dislike for Teagan. <gasps> dislike for Teagan? How very dare you, <laughs> I mean, I just... Oh. I love Tegan. Um, I actually really appreciated her sass this time and empathised with her when the Doctor doesn't invite her into the TARDIS. Adam, I can't wait for you to read the book written by Sophie at Childhood's End. I do want to read it. It's finding time. Um, although it can't be considered canon now because in the book Ace meets the 13th Doctor when she's still travelling with Ryan and Graham. Oh, no. Chris Chibnall's busted the book. Um, also, Ace and Graham is a wicked idea. <laughs> Um, by the way, Tegan, yes, could be a bit whingy in the show, but I feel like Janet Fielding is just, you know, gorgeous enough that you kind of don't, it's not as annoying as it seems on paper. Um, but also if you, if you, like, you know, if like me, you've listened to any of the big finishes, like she's really kind of gone back and redeemed her and given her a lot more light and shade. Um, and also funny, like... I feel like the writing was never funny enough for how hilarious she could be. Like, especially that kind of laconic, you know, eye-rolling Aussie attitude. Um, I think in the 80s that was just read as whinging. Um, and it's like, no, 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 it's a different kind of thing. It's like, no, really. Like, you know, it's whinging in a way of like, we don't really, we're not really whinging about stuff. We're kind of, you know 
not quite trolling, <laughs> but you know, we're kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, right, oh, whatever. Like, it's just, it's kind of, it's almost like a sibling kind of rivalry sort of thing. Not even that. It's just, you know, we're just having a lend all the time. <laughs> it's always picking on each other. Um, I have, uh, <laughs> Like occasionally, um, Matt, who's British, will send me a message and I'll say something in reply. He's like, is this meant to be like, no, this is just an Aussie business, bit of business. <laughs> this is not, I'm not being horrible. Like, this is just how we talk. Um, we're very strange people. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> It's a strange old time. Um, but yes, uh, Squally uh, on Patreon said, I'm looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on Power of the Doctor Week. So I hope you're enjoying this week. It's uh, it's quite intense. Um, Kendall also says, uh, Dan wanting to call it quits after his near-death experience. Well, completely fair enough. <laughs> Seemed very abrupt. I really thought he would have more on-screen adventures. Um, yeah, I found that interesting too. But I wonder if that was, like, this was also kind of, this was filmed at the end, really, of the entire recording block. So, I think it was still a bit COVID-y. So, there was probably a limit to how much could be done. Also, um, perhaps this was, like, down at the end of the recording where the world was opening up again. And (laughs) John Bishop's like, mate, I've got gigs to do. I'm getting out of here. Like, let me out. Um, but yeah, I mean, him not being there kind of opened the door for like Graham and Vinder and well, Ace and Taken. <laughs> so, cause otherwise it would have to have been a lot of him hanging around as well. Um, I hope at some stage we get more on the storyline of the traitor Dalek with some kind of Dalek civil war, just not as a finale story. I'm over every finale being about Cybermen and Daleks. <laughs> Is a little bit tedious. Um, or the master, like they've been in all of them. Uh, like th- that's the weird thing about the the Peter Capaldi one is like it tried to have its cake and eat it too. So it's like it had the Cybermen, the Master and Missy, uh, and then he goes off on his weird regeneration party with the First Doctor, the Brigadier's dad, <laughs> and and the that weird Cyberman Rusty that he was inside of for a while. Um, like, it's like that's the thing with regenerations. It tries to do everything. Uh, but, yeah, the Trader Dalek, it is weird, isn't it? It's like, I'm a Trader Dalek. It's like, well, this is an interesting idea. Oh, no, we're done. Um, and that kind of felt like, you know what's interesting about this Chibnall finale is it felt like not only was it paying tribute to the show as a whole, as the centenary special, but paying tribute to the showrunners who'd gone before, like something like the Trader Dalek feels very much like something that Moffat would do, which is which is like, you know, this here's this character, it's a hint to something more, it's a hint like some huge thing, and then it never gets paid off. Um <laughs> and also there was a lot of uh Russell T. Davis business, you know, in this episode, like the kind of almost too much with the sitting on top of the TARDIS and having an ice cream. Um, It wasn't quite David Tennant going and visiting everyone who he'd ever been to the shops with. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to drop in on that woman who made me a ham and cheese toasty once before I regenerate. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there were kind of like, you know, nods to stuff and... Yeah. Oh, you know, another thing that I found interesting, I saw on, I think it was on Twitter, 
someone had a theory that the that Russell T Davis said to Chris Chibnall, "Oh, don't do that." Um, about one of his planned bits of business. Um, Because when we first saw that child in the closet thing on the train, um, by the way, I love that Doctor Who with Jodie Whittaker started with her, you know, going through the roof of a train and the final, her final episode, she goes through the roof of a train. Sure, it's a space train full of cybermasters that are regenerating, but hey, um, nice circular imagery. Uh, but yeah, when they went on the train, there was that box which had the little girl in it and someone had kind of posited that maybe this was meant to be the resolution of the timeless child storyline because that never ended. Um, <laughs> uh, the fob watch is still inside the TARDIS. Um, but yeah, that this was going to be that that little girl was the timeless child and that the doctor was going to find out that they are descended from those space jellyfish creatures. Um or maybe not. Who knows? Um, maybe that was never meant to be a space jellyfish creature. Maybe that was always meant to be the timeless child up there in the chains. Um, the qua qua qua. Uh, <laughs> the quarunks. <laughs> um, yes, Kendall. <laughs> I know. Calling it the qua qua qua. <laughs> she said it was perfection. Um, the quarunks. Qua qua qua. I feel like I'm singing the ducky song. Oh, God, that's going to be stuck in my head for days. Oh, my God, I'm a lunatic. Um, <laughs> see, Kendall, what you've done to me, you've broken me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that was one of the theories about what was actually going on with... Um, that little girl in the box. So, yeah, I wonder if Russell T. Davis did say, yeah, don't do that. I, I can't get myself out of that particular hole and I want to do this other thing. And so he's like, yeah, sure. Um, anyway, you know what? Chris Chibnall, with these brief mentions of things, has built at least 22 box sets for Big Finish to do. Um, if only the new adventures were around. Like, that could be a new thing too. I mean, imagine... <laughs> Of the new adventures trying to explain the timeless child. <gasps> the looming. Uh, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> Kendall says, once again, Sasha Dwan danced madly along the borders of mania, self-loathing and impishness. Another master dance scene. Fabulous. Um, it was. It's controversial. Some people did not like it. <laughs> I can tell you now. I've had a very sternly worded email um, <laughs> about how the how it got too silly. I mean, you know, I told you last episode, last episode, like three episodes ago, um, how much I loved <laughs> the Dalek, the Cybermen giving each other dirty looks. Ugh. She's your friend. Um, Getting a chance to spend time again with so many other versions of the Doctor was delightful. So beautifully handled. My heart was full. And then adding to that, the opportunity for Tegan and Ace to speak with their own Doctors was perfect. I'm sure many shiny new Whovians were left asking, what's an Adric? (laughs) But it was a gorgeous moment. What is an Adric? I have no idea. Um... Yeah, thanks, Kendall. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is an Adric? <laughs> we'll delve into some more Adric business uh, in the next episode, um, plus heaps more of your thoughts, your theories, your loves, and your not your dislikes uh, about the final Jodie Whittaker episode, The Power of the Doctor, in the next episode. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.